Jeremiah 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nation. Hey, this is your girl Mikkel from Journey in Christ here to uplift and encourage the babe in Christ. These videos are here to help you on your faith journey. When you find your why, you won't hit snooze anymore. You find a way to make it happen. Eric Thomas. Over a few weeks, I have been having conversations with many, many family members because there was a specific question that was just running through my mind. And it was, how did you choose your spouse? It sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? You meet someone, you fall in love, you have children. You heard it before. Give it more thought though. And you will realize that this question is pretty deep. The person that you were when you married them, let's say 10 years ago, you fell in love with that person, but you may not be the same person 10 years later. You are no longer that person. How did you know that this was the right person for you even after you've changed? This was kind of rhetorical, but sometimes, for example, I want cookies and cream. I may want strawberry ice cream, and then other times I may want vanilla. God says he knows the plan that he has for each of us, even before we were formed. And specifically for Jeremiah, he said, I ordained you a prophet. That is his why to the nations. He had a who. With asking this question, I realized that many of them did not know themselves. And what's also surprising to me was that even as Christians, they were not praying or asking God for the direction on their who. And what made this even more baffling was they did not know their why. I pondered and prayed on this for weeks, even months. And this even saddened me because a marriage which is ordained by God to show his glory is being misused, misunderstood, and misrepresented. How can we, as representatives of the kingdom, change this we first should define our why why are we doing this why why are we living every day and our who because it leads us to our purpose in god's plan in the case of ruth during her era there were specific cultural or traditional steps that should have been made like taking care of the elderly being respectful, obeying the laws, and honoring certain people. Ruth's mother-in-law 
did not sound like she was wealthy or fortunate, but she was favored. Ruth married into a Christian family and honored the God that they served. She obeyed what she was taught and she understood the cultural behavior. She acted this out even after her husband died. When she said, entreat me not to leave you or turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. She had already loved, honored, respected the values that Naomi showed her through her own life. Naomi represented God and she showed God's glory in her actions. But one thing I would like to also point out is that there was tragedy. There was a lot of tragedy in this story for Ruth to find her Boaz, this guy that redeemed her, she went through some trials first. Circumstances and hardship. This is the part we do not like. This is the part that we do not pay attention to. This is the part and sometimes where we fall prey to the enemy's devices. The hard times can be your season of waiting it can be a season that feels like hardship, battles, financial issues, family issues. Ruth lost possibly the man that she loved and wanted to spend the rest of her life with. The plans that Ruth had for her future now had to change. She had to pivot. She had no children, no home, and basically no future. She could have gotten disgruntled, angry at God for taking away her husband. The same God that Ruth started to follow. She could have become depressed or could have become a harlot. She had other options, you know, that could have been easier in that moment. But she chose God. She chose obedience. She chose to honor and respect. You may ask, how did she know what to do? How did she know what to do even in that time? She knew based on what she had been taught. On the contrary, we are being taught to be so independent of laws, culture, and rules that we could possibly miss our blessings chasing what we may think is our dream or being an independent person. When I think of Naomi, I think of my gran, who is an elder and sometimes unable to do things she once did before. And it may have been easy. Imagine Naomi out in the field trying to glaze for corn wheat or barley 
in the scorching heat and no one to share her life with. After a long day at work, no one to even talk to. God saw Ruth's sacrifice and knew once she walked in obedience, he had to bless her. Every one of us has a different purpose and plan. Letting two prophets know their call, God did two separate things. He spoke directly to Jeremiah, telling him he will use him. And with Ezekiel, God physically took Ezekiel from one location to another. Understanding that God's word, the Bible, is our example. It's a guide to help us live. This will help us on our journey in Christ. There is a story for every situation and experience that we encounter in our daily lives. There is a scripture about children, marriage, respect, honor, love, friendships, hardships, culture, parental guidance, and so much more. Sometimes I do believe in obeying or acting the word out in our lives. It can feel difficult. But possibly we may believe it is undoable. And as a result of that notion or that thought, we don't follow through with it. God told Jeremiah, I ordain you a prophet. But did you know if Jeremiah was not a child of God, he would have still, it was likely that he would still be able to hear things. He would be able to see things. He would be able to tell the future. Hence, there are false prophets, seers, clairvoyants, and psychics. We must understand that God has an appointment for each of us. From he, we were formed in the womb. But because of our free will, we can possibly decide not to walk with Christ and use his gifts for ourselves and for the kingdom of darkness. In Deuteronomy 30 verse 15 to 20, God says, there are options set before you, life or death, blessing and a curse. And he says to choose life. So you and yours, you and your family members, you and your loved ones will not be cut off spiritually from him and will receive the blessings that is given to those in the kingdom. I paraphrased. Every time I, I used to read that passage, I really didn't understand it until the Holy Spirit revealed to me that death meant spiritual death, disconnection from God. Technically, what is being said is that when we pray to God, when we don't become a part of his kingdom, we're not in a relationship with him for him to hear us. We are dead to him. He cannot hear what we're saying. 
I really do understand how God would feel trying over and over again with someone that you don't want to be in the relationship, but you still want the benefits of the relationship. That is kind of wicked, don't you think? Your choice was death, but you still want the blessings from life. The blessings that God gives when you choose life. God not only ordained Jeremiah as prophet, but he also wanted him to speak to nations. In understanding your why, pay attention to what is being said. God said to nations. Know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Hey y'all, thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, and share. Connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and please do remember we are on podcasts. You can find us on Apple or Google as one of the major podcast outlets. But I will see you in the next video. Peace out.